polarized in that mm-hmm. it's either yeah there's a perfect person out there or no like you have to work really hard i just feel like both things kind of have to be a little bit true extras where we talk about sex and all the extras i'm honey and i'm maria and today we're gonna try to answer the question should love be difficult (laughs) (laughs) yeah we definitely won't have like any kind of concrete answer at the end of it it will just sort of be a little conversation about compromising yourself in relationships compromising in general yeah expectations changing yourself those kinds of things yeah we want to talk a bit about love languages as well Mm -hmm. which kind of comes under expectations but we will obviously get into it yeah what zone are you in this week this week i'm actually like in a pretty yellow zone like i'm excited spending i'm spending like the weekend with my boyfriend i have a time off work I'm going away, like, things are looking bright and, like, the sun is coming out. The weather's getting so much nicer here, so, you know, all good vibes, but I am, I am really tired still, like, I'm just really, really tired. So hopefully at the end of this little one-week break, I won't be coming at you with any more grey zone stuff. My mum literally called me to complain that we sound too tired and like too low energy in the episodes so hopefully today we'll bring in lots of energy sorry about that maria (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i'm in the gray zone this week (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i did have my friend visit last Mm -hmm. weekend so that was fun and then i called maria and i was like i have to be productive like i haven't done anything and then I got my period, and since then, nothing's <laughs> happened. Just gone downhill. Yeah, that. it's just gone downhill. But we did get named one of the best oh, yeah. sex and relationship podcasts to listen to in 2022 by Cosmopolitan. So that was super exciting. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, that was definitely the highlight of the week. I also went to see the Fashioning Masculinities exhibition at the V&A. I would recommend for anyone who's interested in clothes or masculinity (laughs) as a whole it was actually really cool they talked about like body standards for men like how clothing has been shaped around that and like gym culture so yeah quite relevant to the pod yeah that sounds really interesting yeah but yeah other than that i'm just feeling super tired and i'm stressed about money so (laughs) that's good but yeah anyway let's get into the segment this week mm-hmm. we started with a poll where we asked do you think love should be difficult 22 percent of people said relationships should be easy nine percent of people said relationships are hard work and 70 percent of people said some things are easy some things are hard i so feel on like the, on the fence a little bit yeah yeah i feel like this like third option that they have given that instagram have given for polls now is like everyone always goes for the <laughs> middle middle option yeah <laughs> uh but i mean we did have some stark relationships should be easy yeah and then some stark 
relationships are hard. Yeah, I was expecting like more people to say relationships are hard, to be honest. I was expecting like uh, the majority to be relationships should be easy, to be honest. Oh, like, really? Yeah, I thought that. Or, well, maybe not the majority. I did think the majority would sit on the fence, but yeah. it would be higher. Like a lot higher on should be easy. <laughs> that says a lot about who we are as people. That you were like, nah, people are going to say it's easy. And I'm like, nah, they're going to say it's hard. <laughs> no, but it's not that like relationships should be hard. But I, w- I did expect people to say that they are hard work. Mm. But anyway, we'll get into that. What do you think? If you had to answer the poll, what would you say? <laughs> I think some things are easy, some things are hard. The thing is, I do think that love should be easy. I don't think that it it should be hard to be with someone. Mm -hmm. But I do think that there are a lot of things that are not within your control a lot of the time. You can't control how you're going to feel about certain things. And like, I don't know, I just feel like there's so many variations that is like, since feelings are involved Mm -hmm. yeah there will come times where it will be hard and like there will be times where like it will be painful and it will hurt but like that's because like anything that you really put emotional investment into like has the potential to hurt you really yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know that's kind of very abstractly how i think about like i think about it what about you i think for me relationships are hard work because like of who i am like i find it hard to like put myself into a relationship and like do the work to make it happen you Mm -hmm. know so for me it's hard work but i don't think that means they should be but i do think that like obviously it's nice if relationships are easy but i do think that's like a little bit of a unrealistic standard to have in a way like I do think you have to put work into your relationship and it doesn't mean it should be like hard work all the time but you do have to like put the time and do the like emotional work for yourself Mm. and for the other person so I don't know I am on the fence like some things are easy and some things are hard but you do need you need to put time you need to like nurture your relationships you know yeah and that goes for like all relationships not just romantic relationships like last week's episode we talked about friendships i think friendships you have to put the time nurture them Mm -hmm. like make sure they are flourishing the way they should (laughs) yeah no it's true I mean, yeah, I think essentially I do think it has to be sort of a balance of both. Yeah. I don't think that it should be like as hard as some relationships that people stay in. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but like relationships take work and, you know, that's just how it is. But like maybe this just isn't your person. And equally, I do feel like there's this idea that you just go into a relationship and like everything's perfect and you just know exactly every little thing. It's like you're basically like in sync and whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's realistic either and everything will always be easy and blah 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 yeah 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 but we'll get into it we kind of want to talk about this idea of romantic love and like things coming easily to you and this idea of working on a relationship a bit more but let's finish the segment first um okay and then we asked what aspects of yourself are you willing to compromise for a relationship because you know i feel like people talk about compromise is like a key feature of relationships Mm -hmm. like 
I don't think this that's like a brand new thing but it's like okay what is okay to actually compromise and what is okay to actually compromise on and what is okay to actually compromise about yourself yeah and like what is okay to ask other people to compromise yeah yeah yeah. like what expectations are okay to have Mm -hmm. um so some of the stuff that people said is someone said i won't compromise any part of myself but when it comes to shared aspects there is wiggle room okay so maybe that's like the house that you'd maybe move it is that like do you think that's in like tastes in things or like i guess i guess it's like when something affects both people in the relationship maybe that's how i take it but Mm. i do think that that kind of does compromise yourself in a way like but obviously that depends how you look at relationships and i did like a little bit of reading and i'll read you some quotes from it because i thought they were quite useful (laughs) but yeah it definitely depends how you look at it but like if you are doing something like a shared aspect like realistically you're not gonna do it if like you don't like how it will affect you Mm. unless you're like the, the the most selfless person in the world and unless you've like been together years and years and years and it's like okay now i know that this is like the way things are or whatever i do think it's different for like different lengths of relationships yeah yeah yeah. and then someone said everything (laughs) love that for you yeah (laughs) i I mean i think that's also a a trap people can fall into in that like you are more into the idea of like being with someone essentially so you'll just like change everything Mm -hmm. so they'll like pick you and i I do feel like this happens to people all the time especially like when you're younger yeah that's true like you're more moldable (laughs) when you're younger (laughs) yeah um okay and someone said lots of different things especially when it gets more serious and you get older places to live jobs in different cities it has to be compromised so you can be together in the long term okay yeah I get that. But I do think there are people that, like, aren't willing to move city or whatever, you know? Like, it's a very personal thing, I reckon. Mm-hmm. But obviously, this is this person, like, what they would compromise. Yeah. <laughs> and then someone said, nothing fundamental about myself, but things like what food to get. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, I will not budge on what food to get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. like, little everyday things that will affect both of you, maybe, like, the first person yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. okay and then the last one is i would compromise my fina- my financial health <laughs> very interesting <laughs> i want to know a bit of backstory to this <laughs> like it's like you know you'll like go out you'll spend money on them like right. you're expected to spend money on them and you're like okay with fulfilling that expectation yeah maybe. i guess and like if you're looking to buy a house together or whatever or like you know when you're in a relationship like, if you live together, you you share finances or maybe you have a joint bank account or whatever. Mm. I don't know. I've never had to deal with that. So, <laughs> <laughs> But definitely an interesting perspective. Okay, and then we asked, what aspects of yourself you are not willing to compromise? And what expectations do you know you need to have met in a relationship? Someone said, understanding I need my space sometimes or I won't last. That's a fair enough thing to like have a boundary on or Mm -hmm. know that you won't be willing to compromise on someone else said strong communication yeah definitely i mean i don't think you can survive without (laughs) communication (laughs) someone said morals personality values and standards yeah i mean the main core of like what makes 
you you i guess which is mm. obviously good <laughs> yeah we did do an episode about like if you can date someone with different morals and opinions on like political issues mm. called will you take me as i am we go listen to that in season one someone said my career my hobbies travel my friends and family and need for time alone mm-hmm. okay interesting mm-hmm. what are something that you're not willing to compromise on or know that is an expectation that you need met i just expect people to be like liberal people who <laughs> are like pro-choice who you know have the same like political opinions as me because like that's important to me there are certain things that i'm more willing to budge on like you don't have to be a vegetarian that's fine with me but you have to care about the planet you know <laughs> and i need like quality time one of my love languages i need people to like spend time with me and like put in the same amount of effort that i do mm-hmm. otherwise i cannot deal with it but yeah that's pretty much it i wouldn't change my career for people i would move for someone probably not right now but like in future yeah what about you what am I, something that I'm not willing to compromise on? Yeah, or like what expectations you need met, for sure. I mean, we'll obviously get into it, but just like a little, a summary, a summary. Because this was Maria's, Maria's, I feel like you can tell which episodes we come up with. Because like, <laughs> this is Maria's one, because she's in a relationship and she has things to say. And I'm just like, hypothetically, <laughs> I think this. <laughs> or like in your experiences you can do yeah exactly exactly that is why i was just touching on in case that no one got that (laughs) um i don't know you know what you're gonna save it it. we can get into it yeah okay okay and then to finish up the segment we asked have you ever changed yourself for a relationship someone said unfortunately yes toxic people gaslight you over time and over time you become isolated from friends etc Mm. definitely true you can just lose sight of yourself in a way and now having been through like the experiences that I've had I would never not spend time with my friends and family for someone I'm in a relationship with but if you haven't gone through that or even if you have like sometimes it's just you get stuck in this place where you just forget who you are and like that I do find that in relationships which is why I find them hard work that I just kind of like forget my standards a little bit Mm. and find it hard to like connect with who I am which is why having friends around me and like family that care about me is like so important because it just kind of grounds you a little bit Mm -hmm. okay yeah and then someone else said yep many times often to put up with their awful friends but also being open to trying new things Mm. would you date someone if you hated their friends probably i mean depends the reason why i hated their friends and depends like how much time i have to spend time with them because you don't really need to see like i wouldn't really ever need to see them yeah but if they were like really awful and like really bad stuff like they were Mm. sexist and shit because it's like then it just makes me question like okay well what stuff are you saying like behind closed doors yeah that's true like when I'm not there, that's so weird. What if you get married as well? Like you would have to spend time with them, surely. But not really. At the wedding. Yeah, the wedding. <laughs> okay, well, one night. I can do with them one night. I don't know. I probably would 
if they were really awful, then no. Mm. But like, if I just didn't like them, then yeah, fine. What about you? If I really hated them, I don't think I could date the person. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I guess you don't really have to see them ever. If I if I didn't have to see them, but it depends on the kind of person they are, because I would want to be friends with their friends is the thing. Yeah, I don't know, and it depends. Like if if the reason I can't put up with their friends is like when we're and when we're like around them when they're around them they're like different and stuff mm-hmm. i wouldn't deal with that like i don't like like shape-shifting kind of yeah nah no yeah, not no, for no, me no, not for me i like this whole idea of like being open to trying new things because i think it's like important up to a certain extent to be open to stuff but like sometimes you do it too much and then you kind of do like mm. compromise a bit of yourself you know yeah, but I also, I, I did like that point that they made, you know, about being open to trying new things, because mm-hmm. I do feel like a lot of changes that I've made about myself or, like, in my life, kind of related to my relationship, yeah, have been, like, positive changes and things that mm-hmm. I'm, like, I like that. Obviously, as you were saying, things can, like, you get a bit carried away and, like, mm-hmm. you really do lose yourself and it's kind of like, oh, who even is this anymore so obviously mm. watch out for that as well because you don't want to wake up and be like god who is yeah. that yeah but i think relationships are like a place to be able to grow and so i don't think you can necessarily make a judgment on certain things until you've tried them mm. so i get from that perspective but also like because i think that our society is really obsessed with pushing yourself to like be better all the time so i think you can get obsessed with always saying yes to things and like yeah that can provide loads of opportunities but like with me being like oh i'm gonna go on all these dates blah 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 and then like suddenly realizing actually i hate this you know like yeah you don't have to do things because it will push you like it's definitely good to grow but i think yeah it's all about balance obviously Mm. so yes um but thanks guys for sending your stories your opinions and yeah if you want to keep getting involved you know where to find us on all our social media it will be in the description so go check that out thank you so much to manscaped for sponsoring sextras yes we're so excited to be working with them especially because they really put a lot of focus on men's health and letting them take charge of something that we all know that they often neglect Mm -hmm. which is you know maintenance grooming hygiene yeah just general (laughs) well-being they're not great at that but manscaped is here to save the day they are indeed and they have sent us this beautiful performance package 4.0 it comes in this little wash bag and it includes a whole load of goodies to get your mans on the right track (laughs) we've got the lawnmower 4.0 which uses skin safe technology it has ceramic blade so it just prevents all those ingrown hairs any nicks and cuts and it has a little led light so you can see what you're doing yeah it's really cool and then you can go in with the crop preserver which is a ball deodorant right after that with the crop reviver which is a ball toner 
And these are basically just going to prevent irritation, any redness, again, those ingrown hairs. And on top of that, just have everything smelling incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then to make sure you can smell how beautiful it smells, we've got the Weed Whacker 4.0, which again uses that skin safe technology. It's a nose and ear hair trimmer just to get it all nice and tidy in there. You know, sometimes there's just like that little stray hair and you just you hyperfixate on that when you're talking to men just carry one of these around with you so you'll never be distracted from the wise words of men ever again and wrap your perfectly groomed balls in these super soft anti-shaving boxes and yeah it just all comes in this little wash bag it's absolutely incredible so go to manscaped.com and use code sexus20 at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code sextus20. Go check, check it, it out. So do you want to talk a little bit about why you wanted to do this episode? <laughs> Not to put it all on you <laughs> but I feel like you do have more to say so. Well, I was kind of just thinking about this idea of... I've talked about it in the podcast before. I feel like we've talked about how I'm, like, a hopeless romantic. And, like, before I sort of got into any relationships. And even, like, sort of after my second relationship, I kind of was, like, holding on to this idea of you meet someone and, like, everything's just, like, perfect. And, like, you just fit together so well. Mm. And, like, all of the expectations that you have and, like, all of the things that to you, like, that's what being loved is like. Mm-hmm. And to them, like, vice versa, you know, everything is in harmony, everything's perfect. And yeah, then it's like, yeah, love should be easy. Like, if you're with the right person, it should be so easy and Mm -hmm. so perfect and whatever. And then after doing the podcast for a bit and like having a lot of these conversations and like being in a relationship where I feel like it wasn't easy. It was hard. It was was hard and painful in that like I wasn't necessarily being loved like in the way that I wanted to or I was like expecting too much of someone or for the many different reasons why love can be difficult I was like oh well no like this whole idea of relationships being perfect and like there being a perfect person is bullshit and like relationships just are intrinsically like a lot of hard work and like you have to work at it to have a good relationship and like a healthy relationship is one that you're like working all the time for and all of this stuff right with keeping in mind like obviously there are you shouldn't be working this hard obviously that still can be the case (laughs) and then I was kind of thinking like but I don't think that that is necessarily like completely true anymore like I do feel like going back to my kind of like previous idealization of it I do feel like that there is more truth to it than I kind of like had dismissed it for because Mm -hmm. I do I don't know like everyone has different love languages and everyone has different ways of communicating and everyone has different ways of being loved and loving and even though I have learned so much that it's like even though to me this is how you show love this is how I would show my love to my boyfriend and like when he doesn't do those things I'm like oh he doesn't love me Mm -hmm. I've learned that that is not the truth and it's just that there is just a miscommunication in there somewhere yeah I do feel like the right person would sort of like know how to love you or would be willing to like learn that stuff whereas Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of the time people get stuck in these 
situations and relationships like trying to change and work at something and compromise on something that that person is never going to be able to do Mm -hmm. like that person is never going to show love in that way that person is never going to do these things and even if they do do those things it will be like at a great effort and at that point I'm like what's the point then just like go find someone that like actually can do those things yeah but then like that's where like all the difficulty comes in because obviously like you don't just pick and choose who you love like you just fall in love and it happens you know Mm -hmm. and like then it's like okay am I gonna work at this or like am I just gonna let this go and obviously yeah not everyone's gonna be a perfect fit and that's just like you know a whole part of relationships like some things aren't always gonna work out and that's that sucks but I don't know I just I just found it quite interesting that it's like why does it have to be so polarized in that Mm -hmm. it's either yeah there's a perfect person out there or no like you have to work really hard I just feel like both things kind of have to be a little bit true and the perfect relationship not that that exists would be one that is both easy but you're also like working towards because anything really takes work like anything worth doing realistically yeah like I like the idea that the right person is someone who is willing to learn these things and willing to like go on this journey with you Mm. rather than being like so stubborn that they're not going to do the one thing that you know you need to be fulfilled in your relationship and then I think like a huge issue was with that as well that is not like so easy is that a lot of us we don't really know what we want and like we don't really know how we want to be loved and and we don't really know how we are loving people yeah so that's what I mean by like there's a lot of miscommunications because like like I'll be doing all this shit for my boyfriend and whatever and it's like oh why is he not doing like if he wanted to he would yeah yeah but it's like but he's doing all these other things that just look very different to like what I'm doing and like that's his way of saying I love you you know yeah and it's like but that's getting miscommunicated because yeah. like we're neither of us is like communicating that in a way that each of us understands yeah right? right like you're showing love in a way that you want to be loved rather than like how the other person wants to be loved yeah. so it seems like for one person it can seem like they're doing all this effort but actually it's not the right way to make that effort but it doesn't mean that that effort isn't valid you yeah. know yeah it just means that you can't recognize that effort because it's not how you want to be loved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like half of the time we don't even know. Like, uh, sorry, what I was saying before. Like, we don't even know how we want to be loved mm-hmm. and like what we're doing to show our love and what our expectations actually are and what we are capable of doing right. consistently for someone else. What mm-hmm. we are like willing to be doing. Because also, I think that that can be different things. Like, you could be like oh yeah, like I'm willing to do this and like I'd be down to do this and like open to do this for you or like change in this way or change this behavior. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, can you actually, are you actually capable? Like, is this something that you can actually do consistently? Yeah. And I think on the other end of the spectrum, like people can get so stuck with this idea that like, oh, relationships aren't meant to be easy. Like, yeah, you are meant to do this work Mm. to make a relationship function. but like to what extent yeah and you do just, you like, do that like how long do you keep waiting for someone else to show you what you need for the relationship to continue like you can't just keep hoping it needs to be like an actionable thing that they can actually do and implement and sometimes they can't do that and that's really sad and you have to let that person go and I've been in that position or like you know my relationship has been like super hard and like it's not really anyone's fault it's just like the situation that you're in 
especially during the pandemic like there were things that were just out of your control you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and like you can't just be in a difficult relationship forever <laughs> like it has to have some balance yeah 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 no 100 percent. it can also be like you're putting in so much work that in the process you're like you're a different person like you're you've given up like all what you what you kind mm-hmm. of thought were your needs and it's like oh no no like my needs can be this like recently I was having a conversation with someone and they were like oh yeah like I, when I was in this relationship I thought that like oh I was a super affectionate person but like they weren't really that into like affection so now I'm kind of like oh yeah like that's not really something that I need mm. and it's kind of like that it, that can be true that like someone shows yeah. you something that you don't necessarily that you thought you needed and you don't but it also shouldn't be like oh, like, if this person doesn't need it and, like, if they don't want it, then it's, that's fine. I don't, I don't yeah. need that either. Mm-hmm. Like, I can, I can just change that real quick, you know? Yeah. I do feel like that is, like, a really big danger and yeah. also, like, thinking that it does take work and, like, you should be, like, compromising, like, so much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, just kind of, like, related to that, I was reading this page about love languages and it said learning your partner's love language should not be a chore and if it feels bad or overly difficult that could be a sign there are some underlying issues in your relationship that need to be addressed i just thought that like summed it up quite well basically let's like move on to love languages seeing as we're here now but we can come <laughs> back to like what we were just talking about <laughs> but so love languages in case you guys don't know are the ways that we show love and the ways that we receive love in relationships and this can relate to romantic relationships friendships family whatever and like you can have different ones for different kinds of relationships like there are five it's acts of service quality time gift giving words of affirmation and physical touch and they it was like they were labeled by a pastor in the 90s yeah isn't that quite cool and he did like counseling and he basically just observed in the counseling that he did that there were these like disparities in people's relationships of like there was a barrier of communication like what Mm -hmm. we were saying of like they couldn't understand why they felt like they were putting putting in all this effort and it wasn't being like recognized or received by the other person in the way they wanted it to Mm -hmm. so yeah it's quite a interesting like way to label things and it is just like a a theory it's not based on any solid like scientific research but there has been research since then that has like verified that it is a good way of measuring people's Mm -hmm. like ways of showing love basically so there's this quote from this study that i was reading and it says that Encouraging people to engage in the ongoing practice of mastering and using the love language most preferred by their partner is a way of opening channels of communication, but also stimulating an ongoing process of personal growth and expansion of the self in which partners develop under-actualized qualities within themselves and integrate those into their existing personality. So it's kind of this like idea of you don't realize something about yourself, but by like learning how the other person wants to be loved and how you want to be loved you kind of can grow together mm-hmm. and like develop your own personality basically <laughs> I, don't, I don't have another word for it <laughs> so, but I thought it was quite interesting this idea of like the perfect relationship needs to have this selflessness to it in a way where like you are showing the other person something that they need in order to show them that you love them and like there's definitely a danger in that I think in that you can like 
do it too much and if it feels like a chore or whatever like I said before then that's kind of a sign that Mm -hmm. it's going wrong but like in the process of trying to learn how the other person feels your love you Mm -hmm. actually learn something about yourself and like you expand your potential for love and like for emotion emotional intelligence which is quite interesting like I think that's a really positive way of looking at relationships mm. instead of this like oh relationships are hard work or whatever it's like reframing the narrative of how you have these conversations about love basically mm. and like how you put the time and effort into making it work yeah and then the guy who labeled the love languages says that like when a love language doesn't come naturally to the person it is a greater expression of love to for them to like show the other person and like I kind of wanted to talk about this because like (laughs) again I think there's this idea of compromise and like if someone does something that isn't like innate to them or that they don't understand as love it's like a greater version of love and I think that's where this whole idea of like romantic movie like disney love comes from is that someone's so selfless but then how do we measure that boundary between Mm -hmm. someone pushing themselves to do something that isn't innately who they are and like is that just an inevitable part of relationships is that what a relationship should be well yeah i I feel like maybe in a way it is because i do feel like it is this it is a different Uh, like I don't know I guess relationships inherently are like one of the means by which we grow like Mm -hmm. by like yeah yeah like sharing things with other people and like learning things from them and yeah not even just romantic relationships like any kind of relationship so yeah I do feel like uh in a way it does make sense Mm -hmm. in that yeah it's such a such an act of love of like Mm -hmm. you know this doesn't come naturally to me but like I know how important it is for you so I will do it for you Mm -hmm. and like I don't think that that's a crazy expectation to have because that is like the expectation that I feel like I have in my relationships that like there are things that I'm like this is the way I see what a relationship is Mm -hmm. and if if you can't give me that like you have to be willing to compromise on it because otherwise like you're not showing me that you love me like yeah you're you're basically <laughs> choosing to not do it in a way for me feels like a stance against loving you because yeah. it's like oh well I know that this is what will make you happy and what you care about and whatever right. but I don't I'm not willing to do it mm-hmm. but as you were saying like where is that boundary drawn because yeah. I am also guilty of going too far for yeah. someone that I love and like for a relationship I don't like look back and I'm like oh my god like I've changed myself so much but I do feel like, yeah, like how much is too much to ask for and how much is not enough? Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's where love languages come in really helpful because it's like this one way that I like to be loved that you can know, okay, so say my love language is physical touch. You know if we can spend like five minutes every day holding hands or like cuddling, then... I will be happy and I will feel loved Mm. and that's not a lot to ask for yeah whereas like the other because you can have like a secondary love language fine that doesn't even need to be taken into account if like your primary love language is being met and accounted for and then it can just be like a two-way street you know it's just like that one little thing that you can do every day or like whenever you can to make the to like show up for the other person Mm. basically and like learn 
I think you can like learn your capacity for love through that because yeah. it's an actionable thing that you can do every day and it's not like a difficult thing to ask most yeah. of the time but then anything exceeding that is like that's where the questions come in because it's like what is reasonable to ask of the other person if you are having your basic need for love met mm. and I think you can still feel unsatisfied in a relationship even if you're having that one thing met and that doesn't mean you're an unreasonable person I don't think <laughs> I think it's just it's a situational thing and it changes in the relationship mm. but if it is something that's like a deal breaker for you then that's that you know yeah. And I mean, I do think identifying and sort of like communicating with your partner what you think your love language might be and things like mm -hmm. that, like like it can be so helpful because not even in just like sort of what you were saying in that this idea of you can sort of prove your own capacity for love or mm -hmm. like expand on that as well. It will just make your relationship a lot easier because I mean, for instance, like in a point of conflict, like I'm, I think my love language is words of affirmation and I didn't actually clock this but I've actually realized like how much I need words of affirmation and constant reassurance and that kind of thing and it's like if we have an argument and maybe what I think I need is to spend time together or whatever or a hug sometimes like that won't fix it but like I noticed this like really recently like we had like a really weird sex moment I won't even get that much into it but I was feeling like really, really, really insecure like, after and like just not great. And he's like, oh, like give me a cuddle and whatever. And I still felt like really weird. And we were kind of just like sitting in silence. And then we kind of just talked about it. And he like said all these reassuring things and basically just words of affirmation, like reaffirming mm -hmm. things. And like, I felt a lot better, like immediately, like yeah. I felt so much better. So I just feel like that as a tool to also like be able to sort of treat your partner with some kind of grace and like in the way mm -hmm. that they kind of like need it yeah because i think also as as a partner like what you want is to make it better or to like yeah. show your love and then if you're like oh okay but like i'm hugging you and like i came like to see all the way to see you and all of this stuff it's like yeah but like you haven't you haven't said yeah. i love you like five times in the last three minutes so like mm. what's going on here yeah you know and i feel like that can just clear a lot of things up because even if things can't be like oh this is so much more effort than i'm like putting in to show my love mm -hmm. it's literally just swapping one behavior for another yeah a lot yeah, of the yeah. time that can be like a game changer sort yeah. of thing yeah yeah definitely and i think if you are not able to do that one thing i don't think you should like be with them you know because like in my last relationship he was telling me that like he needed words of affirmation and like it really clicked for me when i was like i just can't give that to you you know like i just can't i don't i don't want to <laughs> and i was just like okay well we can't be together anymore because i just i know i can't give you that thing that you need and like maybe it could be different with someone else you know but like that was just something within me that was like no mm. and I don't know what that was <laughs> and I definitely obviously it goes without saying that your attachment style affects this and you know there's like all of these external influences that can affect how you view someone else's attachment style and how you give love to people like your upbringing obviously really affects that and I think in like the UK we have just like British people have such a weird idea of what love should be and like how expressing emotions should be and like oh you shouldn't need all of this you shouldn't need to like 
ask for help or like ask for reassurance or like be touchy-feely or whatever Mm. but those are things that people need so yeah you know like you need to you need to do certain things and like maybe if in that situation I had just kind of like pushed through and done it things could have been different I mean I'm not saying I think we would have we would still be together but you know like who's to say what I could have learned from myself Mm. if I had done it because I didn't do it so we'll never know (laughs) do you get what I'm saying (laughs) yeah (laughs) like not to sound really bleak (laughs) but yeah and I think relationships are just like as you were saying like you do learn so much about yourself and like what you can give to other people and like the patience you have for people and like the willingness of yourself in a way apparently yeah apparently i have no patience or willingness to do things words of affirmation i don't know about quality time i can do (laughs) because another thing that i find interesting is that how sometimes like the way we give love is just not the same as we like to receive yeah because like i i'm a big acts of service Mm. person but i hate it done to me like it's not it's not the way that i personally like to receive yeah love it is interesting i think for women as well like we've been conditioned to like act in certain ways and be such providers for people that if the script is flipped Mm. then it can be like very confusing for us and they actually did talk about this in the study that people in relationships where the man is the anxiously attached person and the woman is the avoidantly attached person that can create more difficulties in the relationship than if it's the other way around because it's a flip on those like traditional gender Mm. stereotypes and like I definitely think that's true like avoidant women getting the ick when their boyfriends like want to do certain things for them or like constantly badgering them and it's like because we have been conditioned to think of men in a certain way and like if they don't fulfill that then Mm. it's like fuck you doing but obviously that is like an innate thing that we want is like we want our partners to be doing more housework or like doing more acts of service or whatever but maybe you just don't have the capacity to like reach that point of receiving love Mm. in a way like at a particular time I'm sure you can learn it over time (laughs) um yeah my I think it's interesting as well how your love language can be different for your friends and your relationships well and with certain friends as well because with certain friends I'm like very like hug me hug me hug me we're not like a very huggy friendship we don't really hug yeah but with some people I am like touch me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'm very touchy like with my boyfriend that's like another one of mine no like, but i'm not with my touchy. boyfriend i'm yeah like, i'm not with partner my, i'm not with any of my friends so. yeah like i'd say the most touchy i'm i am is with my sister mm. other than my relation like a boyfriend or whatever. yeah also okay this is sorry not even that related to love languages anymore i kind of just question um have you do you think like did you notice at all in like your relationships like were you different like do you think you're like a different kind of person depending on like who you're with Mm. or like a different I don't know maybe depending on like you're like a different part of the dynamic you know the dynamic's different so you're like sort of like fulfilling a different kind of role or like yeah just different like do you did you feel like 
you in a way like are different in different relationships yeah like and do you mean enhanced or like worse (laughs) (laughs) i just mean it's different (laughs) i think like when i'm not in a relationship it's so hard for me to imagine wanting to do things for someone like in a romantic way Mm -hmm. because i don't i don't want to but then in the relationship i will just naturally do them so it is kind of showing that like capacity for love yeah but then also i do reach a limit and i do accept things that like i shouldn't so um that's something i need to work on but i definitely think i am different and but i i don't think like my values or like who i am integrally changes like i still know but i can like lose sight of it by wanting to like make the other person happy or like try to make the relationship work because like naturally all of your like not all but a lot of your attention can go into like making this relationship work especially if it's a difficult relationship Mm. it can consume so much of your energy which is like again why relationships shouldn't be difficult because like you just can't really do anything else if your relationship's difficult and that's like all you're thinking about is that what you meant yeah no well i i meant more like in your two relationships did you think you were different but i i also between the two i also want was wondering like whether you think you change like when you're saying yeah between my two relationships i think it's different because like one was with a girl and one was with a boy so Mm. like i don't think in a in a like same gender relationship or like me just in a relationship with anyone who isn't a man i fulfill the same like things because i'm not trying to like fulfill this ideal of a heterosexual relationship Mm. like I find it very hard to escape that with men and I do think that will like change over time but I just don't it's so hard for me to imagine a model of a straight relationship where like two people where the woman isn't fulfilling like something that they think they need to fulfill and the man isn't fulfilling something they need to fulfill and there's not that like power play in a way not power play but like just that imbalance you know that like tension but it's kind of hard to say because I haven't really been in like a a good relationship (laughs) 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 I think the good parts of my relationship of my two relationships I was pretty similar I would say okay in like how I interacted in them okay what about you I don't know I think it's like really weird because I feel like I've like a lot of the things that I think came naturally to me or like were my idea of what a relationship is like and like the stuff that you do in a relationship is different from my first relationship to to my relationship now but I also think the fact that we were two girls plays Mm -hmm. into it and like the fact that this is like a straight relationship plays into it and I don't know I do think this is more of a like not changing this isn't in like a changing myself for the relationship kind of way this is I think more of a like me changing things because of the person that I'm dating yeah rather than like for the relationship do you get what I'm saying yeah I think it's a combination of two yeah I I know what you mean yeah but as in like because with my ex it's like we would do all this soppy shit and like really like cringe coupley stuff and like 
not that my boyfriend and I aren't cringe and coupley as well, like in our own way, you know, but it's mm. like little things that I just would never do now. Like, yeah, you know, like, but I felt like they were very much like, oh, you know, I'm just so like, that's so what Maria's like. That's such a Maria mm. thing to do. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's interesting. That I just don't. And like, yeah, like, even though I said like acts of service is my lang- love language, like with my ex, it was like times a hundred. Because it was like, there was just this allowance of space to do that. And it was just like really extra. Yeah. I feel. Not that. I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of saying it from a from a perspective of like trying to defend my relationship now. Because I don't think that there no, was really an, necessarily even anything wrong with it at the time. Like with, in my past relationship. Like, you know, that's just the way that it was. And like with my boyfriend now I just don't do lots of things because like he would find it like cringe yeah like... no but I think it's so true like when so- when the other person gives you the space to do something rather than asking you to do it you're so much more willing to do it like if my boyfriend had not constantly asked me to give him words of affirmation I probably would have done it by myself at some point I would have come to that realization mm. and like recognize that that's what he needed and that's that's a, obviously like a very stark example but I do think like if you have that space to do certain things or like you feel like you can you kind of reach that like capacity to show things to show love in ways that you wouldn't have thought to have before Mm. um but yeah because like I have no trouble giving words of affirmation to like my friends when they don't like ask for it you know like I think I'm quite like like I'll give reassurance if I feel like I should in the moment yeah yeah but and that's because there's just like that space there for me to do that but yeah it definitely changes with like it changes with everyone everything mm. changes with everyone yeah, yeah <laughs> that's yeah. the message of this episode <laughs> hope that's helpful it's dependent on each situation um I mean you can't say we didn't warn you that that wasn't gonna be a conclusion so <laughs> Um, but I mean to conclude honey do you think love should be difficult do you think no you don't think it should be but you think it is no I don't think it should be I think it can be but But with the right person you don't think it is yeah I'm gonna say it changes from person to person because I don't subscribe to this idea of like the right person okay I think relationships, like, the journey of your relationships throughout time is going to be work. But I think maybe there will be one day where I meet someone and it's not going to be hard work. And that's not because they're the right person for me or, like, they're the one. I just think it's because I will be, like, in the right time in my life where I'm willing to accept that love that they can miraculously show me or that not miraculously that they are like able to show me and Mm. that I'm able to receive it in that moment you know yeah I like that because I do think that I don't know at the start I was thinking that a lot of the reasons why love is difficult comes from like within rather than like from the other person Mm -hmm. or external factors or the dynamic or whatever like it can just be hard because it's like I'm putting all these mental blocks on myself Mm -hmm. or like I'm putting all these hurdles or I'm anxiously attached so like this is such an issue when like it Mm -hmm. doesn't need to be so I yeah I completely co-sign in a way what you're saying and that like I don't think it would be hard if like you're actually ready to 
be in that relationship yeah. and like receive that love as mm-hmm. you said i like that a lot we accept the love we think we deserve yeah exactly <laughs> i mean it's such a good quote it really is it's i always true. think about that quote you it's know it's too true <laughs> like my 13 year old self latching and hyperfixating <laughs> on that quote was right yeah genuinely was right all along that title of the episode <laughs> you accept the love you think you deserve honestly no i mean it is really true yeah but what do you do you do you kind of like agree with what i said or do you have anything to add about should love be difficult no i mean i do agree with what you're saying i Mm -hmm. do think that relationships will always require work as Mm -hmm. well kind of as you said no and i also like cheekily do believe that there are just people out there that are like a lot more fit to love you than others okay like and i just don't think that people are picking the right people all the time yeah that's true i I don't think we know what we want and i think that people make excuses or not even excuses for people just like there's always like like you don't have to accept this like Mm -hmm. you don't have to you can just walk away like there will be someone that will be willing to do this like if you can't find someone be willing to compromise on something or like willing to like meet you somewhere or like as in meet you halfway or like try to be willing to learn the love mm-hmm. languages and uh, all of this stuff that we were saying like a willingness like if you don't if you don't at least have a willingness it's like you can find someone that will have that willingness because you do definitely deserve that yeah like yeah you don't you maybe not everyone just deserves someone to be like perfect right off the bat and know everything like yeah yeah people will, like need to still communicate but you do deserve someone that's going to have that willingness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That willingness without you also having to like completely change yourself. Yeah, to stay yourself and know what know what you're worth. And yeah, what and, your yeah, worth and is. Th- that's why you need to make mistakes. Like mm. that's why I can't comprehend how people just like date the person that they met like first time. Like they must be so lucky, like yeah. that they were just ready and th- that that just worked for them. You know, like that is a blessed situation to be in but it is important for most people to make these mistakes date people that aren't necessarily right for them because that's how you learn what you like and what you need yeah yeah yeah. and not everyone like most people don't just know that Mm. right off the bat like the second they're born (laughs) but yeah yeah anyway next week we will have a very exciting guest oh yeah it is approaching the end of the season so for once we actually know which episodes we're releasing when so next week we will be joined by my ex-girlfriend we've been very excited for this guys yeah we are so excited definitely tune in for that one stay tuned so there'll be around three episodes left and we are going to have a meetup on the 25th of june it's going to be at hyde park going to start at 1 p.m follow us on instagram all the social media to find out more details where where red white and pink come down to make some friends to meet us to celebrate two years of the podcast and yeah more info will be at our social media which is instagram facebook tiktok i also made us a subreddit the other day i don't know why i did that but it's all at sextras podcast um follow us on youtube at sextras podcast email us sextraspodcast at gmail.com visit our website sextraspodcast.com <laughs> and i think that's it yeah we'll see you next week bye, bye. <laughs>
produced by Mabel Productions. Yes.